You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 51, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! I think last week I actually did talk about books related to the week's new releases, but I'm back to lying, and that's not going to happen today. I've got a theme. But before I get into that, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Book Riot's own Annotated podcast. Annotated is an audio documentary podcast series about books, language, and reading. Episodes range from 15 to 25 minutes long and cover a whole range of bookish topics. Past episodes have covered how J.P. Morgan's personal librarian became the most glamorous librarian in the world, even as she guarded a dangerous secret. The wild story of how 1984 came to be written and how the CIA got involved and an exploration of why we care so much about the Oxford comma that begins, unexpectedly, with a love story. A very nerdy love story. If you like podcasts like This American Life, Planet Money, or 99% Invisible, we think you are going to love Annotated. And not just because that's what we are going for. Here's what reviewers are saying about Annotated on Apple Podcasts. This is from Kristen A123. This podcast is everything I want in a bookish version of This American Life. And from A.K. Burke, this podcast fills a gap in my listening life that I didn't even know was there. And from the excellently named reviewer Otters and Puffins, which makes us laugh every time we say it, Annotated is one of the most fascinating and informative podcasts I've ever come across. I can think of few shows that offer such a wonderful combination of information, storytelling, insight, and fun. And we'll let Otters and Puffins have the last word. You can get Annotated for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. So now, moving on to today's theme. It's about animal books. I don't know if I've ever done this theme before. It's very possible. I know I've talked about a few of these before, but I get a lot of cat-related books in the mail because I'm a huge cat person and I post photos of my cats on the internet all the time. Uh, So publicists, you know, they know my Achilles heel. Uh, I got one in the mail recently called Cat Flap. It's from uh, an author named Alan Cowell or Cole, I don't actually know how you say it, and comes out July 31st. It's about a woman who takes an overseas trip to Germany for work and discovers that she can see what's going on in her house at home through the eyes of her house cat and discovers that her famous author husband is up to no good, um, which sounds kind of hilarious. And it made me think about other books I enjoy that have animals in them. Uh, starting with Tail Chaser's Song, which I read when I was like 10 years old. I loved this book. It's by Tad Williams. It's very like Lord of the Rings-ish with cats. Uh, there are a group of good cats who are trying to save the world from the evil cats who live like underground. And the humans are of no use. It's sort of like the Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. Um, it has a glossary because there are like words that other animals make up like there's a squirrel language uh it's so nerdy and delightful just celebrated its 30th anniversary i think and it's so fun um there's also the guest cat so oh that last one again was called tail chaser's song by todd williams Uh, there's also the guest cat by takasha hiride and it is about a couple who have rented a cottage and they're sort of going about their lives and doing work and they have a cat that comes into their house every day from the neighborhood. And as it visits them every day, they discover that they are becoming cat people. They buy it treats and they look forward to its visits. And it teaches them about the small joys in life and 
things to look forward to and, you know, taking time to stop and smell the flowers and all that. And it's really, really cute. So again, that one's called The Guest Cat by Takasha Haride. Um, a book that I have not read, I mentioned a while ago that I might bring those up occasionally, uh, is I Am a Cat by Soseki Natsumi. Uh, it was written in the early 1900s. It's 638 pages. I will completely admit to just picking this up. I think I've had a copy. Uh, I think I bought it when it came out in like 2001. So I have had it for 17 years and not read it. I bought it for the cover because it said I am a cat and has this amazing illustration. Um, but it's apparently a satire of the upper class Japanese society in the early 1900s or maybe a different era. I don't have the book in front of me. Um, and it, it's seen through the eyes of a world-weary stray kitten. Uh, so it just, I am a cat. It sounded fantastic for me. Um, so there's that one. One book I have read that I do love, also about cats. I like cats. Is Waiting for Gertrude, a Graveyard Gothic by Bill Richardson. It takes place in Paris's Père Lachaise Cemetery, which uh, houses a lot of famous people. Uh, such as Proust and Jim Morrison and Sarah Bernhardt and Oscar Wilde. And the idea is that these people who are buried in the cemetery have been reborn as cats, um, them and a bunch of other famous people, and they have romances and spats and friendships and solve issues in the cemetery. Um, it's very strange and cute. There's also Emmy and the Incredible Shrinking Rat. Oh, I can't, I keep forgetting to say the titles. That last one again was called Waiting for Gertrude by... Bill Richardson. Um, so then there's Emmy and the Incredible Shrinking Rat, which is about a shrinking rat. Spoiler. Uh, it's by Lynn Jonell, and it's about a girl named Emmy. She is a, sort of a loner. She's a quiet girl. The, she learns that the classroom rat talks to her. She can hear it, and like no one else can. Um, and they become best buds, and he helps her escape the clutches of her evil nanny, Miss Barmy. Um, she's, she knows that her nanny is up to no good. It's one of those books where, like, all the adults are totally fine with everything going on and the kids know what's really up. Um, and so the rat's gonna help her with that. And he's super sarcastic, which I love. I love a sarcastic sidekick, especially a sarcastic animal sidekick. Um, so that one is Emmy and the Incredible Shrinking Rat. There's also The Plague Dogs by Richard Adams. Uh, I used to Ferris Bueller my way out of school a lot, like, fake being sick so I could stay home. Because I'm considerate and I wanted to give the kids who picked on me time to come up with new material. Um, so I found this book on my mom's shelf uh, when I was homesick, sick, in quotes, one day. And it's about two dogs that escape from a lab. They've both had horrible things done to them. Um, and now they're loose in the countryside encountering, you know, strange and new things and being pursued and... It is, if for some reason, like, your life is missing, you know, some grim material, like, if, if things aren't depressing enough for you, um, definitely pick up this book, because it's about as grim as it gets. It makes his other book, Watership Down, you know, the one with the rabbits, it makes that look like the Muppet Babies. I mean, it's grim, but I love it. It's, again, it's called The Plague Dogs by Richard Adams. Uh, another book I haven't read, but if you have read it, and if you've read I Am a Cat, please let me know. Uh, it's Dog On It, a Chet and Bernie mystery by Spencer Quinn. I've heard a lot about these mysteries. They're like about a guy who solves mysteries with his dog. And now there's even a junior version, like a middle grade edition, like with different characters. Um, and they get fantastic reviews and great ratings. 
Um, so they sound adorable. So if you've read them and you recommend them, let me know because I would love to pick them up. I say that, but I think I actually have a copy of it upstairs somewhere because that's how I am. Um, and I mentioned this one on the show. It's not an old book. It's a new book, but I loved it so much. And I just want to point it out again. Arusha and the End of Time by Roshni Chakshi, uh, about a young girl who unleashes the end of the world accidentally. Um, and helping her try to put the world back in order is a pigeon guardian named Boo, who I absolutely loved. He reminded me of Zazu from The Lion King. He's always worried and bossy and like telling her what she shouldn't do, you know, and of course she doesn't listen to him and, you know, things go wrong. Um, it's really adorable. So again, that is Arusha and the End of Time by Rashni Chakshi. If you're looking for a fantastic middle grade series, you know, for a gift or something, like grab that one. It's so, so good. Um, and this week, uh, for the Riot Grams Challenge, they, one of the questions was, what are your favorite animals in comics? And I was thinking about it, and they're all cats. This is like a very cat-heavy episode. I do love dogs, but I don't have the, I'm so undisciplined and lazy, I can't have a dog. Um, but in comics, I love the Kitten Holy in Lumberjanes. I love Ren, the two-tailed tabby from Monstrous. Uh, the orange cat who may or may not be a good guy. And I think my favorite is probably Lion Cat from Saga. That giant hairless teal cat with the earrings that you see who says lying whenever somebody tells something that isn't the truth. Which would be so handy to have around, a lion cat. I would dig that. I would take advantage of it all the time. And for today's dealer's choice... Uh, I am going to read a book called Passing Strange by Ellen Clages as soon as I finish recording. And it comes highly recommended from several Book Riot insiders and several other people that I know. Uh, I thought I would just read you the back because it sounds amazing. Uh, San Francisco in 1940 is a haven for the unconventional. Tourists flock to the cities within the city. The magic city of the World's Fair on an island created of artifice and illusion. The Forbidden City of Chinatown, a separate alien world of exotic food and nightclubs that offer authentic experiences straight from the pages of the pulps, and the twilight world of forbidden love where outcasts from conventional society can meet. Six women find their lives as tangled with each other's as they are with the city they call home. They discover love and danger on the borders where magic, science, and art intersect. Inspired by the pulps film noir and screwball comedy, Passing Strange is a story as unusual and complex as San Francisco itself, from World Fantasy Award-winning author Ellen Clages. So, it sounds amazing. She's great. And I'm going to read this next. And so I thought I'd tell you about it in case you were interested, too. Uh, and so, another show is done. That is it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you again to us. Our, we are our sponsor. A reminder that you can get annotated for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash allthebooks. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or animals in books or see pictures of my animals, Steinbeck and Malay, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Amanda Nelson to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.